Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Sustainable E-Commerce Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build your brand sustainably. I'm your host, Giles Smith, and on today's show, we're discussing the importance of brand story. And to help unpick how important this is, I'm thrilled to say I'm joined by Bethany Westwood, former journalist, certified story brand guide, and newest member of the Sustainable E-Commerce team. Now, we know that 70% of consumers indicate that they are seeking to make more sustainable choices, but the reality is that only 30% of people actually put that desire into action. Just because your brand is doing things more sustainably or making more sustainable products doesn't mean that your target customers will actually buy from you. One thing that all the most successful sustainable brands are doing to attract customers and enroll them into their mission is developing a really clear and compelling story and weaving that into all points of their marketing. A brilliant system to help you do that is called the Story Brand Framework. And so in today's show, we take some time out to explain what that is and how you can use it to grow your own brand. Towards the end, I also drop in some free resources to help you get started. And so with that, Let's start the show. Bethany Westwood, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Giles. I'm excited to be here. It's so great to have your skills on board joining me and helping all these brands grow. So we've got so much to cover today in terms of this this framework that we want to chat about and share with sustainable brands called the Story Brand Framework. But before we get into all of that, Tell us a little bit about your background, Beth. How did you become this amazing certified brand guide? (laughs) Um, Well, my background's actually in journalism. So I went to uni, studied journalism. Um, The first full-time job I had was working as a copywriter for a charity. And one of the things that you learn quite quickly working as a copywriter for a charity is that you need to work extra hard to be able to convince people to to give because although the cause is really great, unlike just working in any other kind of form of marketing, you're not asking people to buy something in exchange for a product or something that they get. You're asking people to give you something basically for free. So, you know, I learned, learned the ropes of copywriting uh, in a charity, got to travel around, interviewed all sorts of people all over the world, really fell in love with the art of storytelling and the ability to tell a good story and and really win people's hearts over to a cause and to a mission. Um, And then from there, I found out about StoryBrand. So we were looking to rebrand this charity. It was just before COVID, actually, and we were figuring out how to increase our number of donors, and we had a look at our messaging. And so we came across this framework that we're going to talk about today, StoryBrand, by a guy called Donald Miller. And the rest, I guess, is history from there. I just saw it work so well across such a vast range of industries that I decided uh, when I stepped out on my own and started building my own business, StoryBrand was the way that I, I wanted to do it. I love it. What, a, what an interesting journey from journalism, I suppose, is a, is a fairly straight line to copywriting. But my yeah. goodness, you know, and then to the charity work and then understand and then putting all these layers together. What a fantastic, you know, series of events that's turned out to be to get you to where you are today. So I I love that story. Thanks for sharing that with us. Now, story branding there. What is the story brand framework and how is it different from from what people most often think of when they think about this, which is just a brand story? What's the difference between the two? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I mean, without talking your ears off for hours, which I could do about story brand, basically you can sum it up as 
it's a framework that helps you communicate clearly about what you do. So as I mentioned before, Donald Miller is a guy from the US who wrote building how to build a story brand, building a story brand. And this framework's helped thousands of people, businesses, charities really, uh, I guess, stand out in their field, in their industry and communicate clearly about what they do. Uh, the reason why I got so passionate about it is because for years I saw so many artists and entrepreneurs see their side hustle really become more of a side struggle simply because they didn't know how to communicate about what it is that they do. Um, they were incredibly talented people, but when it came to their website or a social media page or even when someone asked them what they did in a social setting, so many people just weren't able to articulate that and then they lost business because they confused people and no one knew what they did. So for me, I started to specialize in story brand copywriting because I wanted to help those people do what they love for a living by being able to write and talk about what their business is. And I've really seen the story brand framework work for artists, authors, big businesses, small businesses, charities, churches, you know, e-commerce brands, basically anyone who asks the question or voices the concern, no one understands what I do. I don't know what to say when someone asks me what I do. My marketing feels like it's a waste of time. Words not really spreading about my business or I'm losing customers to competitors and I feel like no one really gets what I do. So those are the kinds of people that I noticed would really benefit from StoryBrand. But as you asked, how it differentiates from just normal copywriting, normal marketing, is that most brands I find really want to talk about themselves, which I think makes sense because you're promoting yourself, you're promoting your business, your product, and you're trying to push that out into the world. But I think one of the biggest ways that story brand is different is it's actually all about your customer. So you first need to be able to communicate who your customer is, what do they want, who do they aspire to be? You know, it's really customer centric. And then I think the next thing that makes story brand different is it's all about honing in on that customer's problem and not just externally what their problem is, but how does that problem make them feel? What are they wrestling with and why is it just plain wrong? that they have to encounter that problem. And then after, this is probably the, the biggest thing that I found different about StoryBrand was after you've identified and spoken to who that customer is, what they want and, and what's getting in the way of what they want, then you talk about yourself as a brand. So it's quite different. You might go to on websites and you see brands talk initially about themselves or about their history or about their mission, which is all well and good. But StoryBrand is really about who is your customer and talking to them first, figuring out who they are, what they want, what's that problem, and then talking about yourself. So there's there's yeah. so many really great key elements in, in it, but I would say that's probably the core of story brand. It's customer centric. Yeah, I love that because I think, you know, in, in all of the businesses that I've worked with over the years who have, and I love this expression you use that the side struggle rather than the side hustle, um, you know, especially, especially sort of new entrepreneurs looking to build their own financial freedom and, and, and whatever that might be. And obviously we, we're talking about e-commerce here, but I mean, it could be any, it could be any business is that there tends to be this, like, like you say, this, cart before the horse situation of of talking about how great they are and all the amazing things they do which which might all be brilliant and wonderful but they forget that actually the customer is only going to care about those things if they first worked out that you have a solution to whatever problem is only when you've communicated that part first 
do you actually buy yourself the right as a brand to go, hey, also, we're doing some really good stuff here. Would you like to be part of that? So what you're really saying is that from a, a marketing point of view, the key to all this, to the story branding, is the, the conversational element and helping the customer to clearly understand what your brand can do for them. Like, okay, so let's say, let's say a brand using the story brand framework has successfully managed to communicate how we can fix your problem. What else does the story brand do for that brand to, to really engage and sort of connect with that customer? Yeah, that's a good question. I think once you've communicated, hey, I, I know what your problem is. Here is how my brand is able to fix it. The next step uh, is being really, really clear in what that process looks like and also communicating about yourself, positioning yourself as their guide. So you talk to that customer with empathy. You understand where they've been. You understand their struggles, but you also talk to them with authority. So you'll say, hey, I've been in this industry for X amount of years or I've worked with these clients or you know, I've seen this kind of level of success in what I do. So you're, you're really beautifully balancing empathy and authority in the way that you are speaking to them as their guide. You know, in every story, uh, which is where story brand comes from, like the traditional elements of story, they'll always come apart where your hero, your main character, they've got to make a decision. So they've decided, you know, I'm going to overcome this problem. Uh, my guide's given me the tools that I need. They've given me the direction. Now I've got to make a choice. And so that's when we give them like a really strong call to action and we lay out what success might look like for them and then what failure looks like as well. So you're constantly reminding people of the stakes of not doing business with you. Because if somebody's going to look at your brand and realize that, yep, they've identified, I've got a problem. They know how to solve that problem for me, but they haven't painted a picture of what success looks like for me. I'm probably not going to be as motivated to engage with that brand because I don't know what a win looks like. And I, I don't know if they've really understood who I want to become that, that transformational journey that we talk about in marketing a lot as well. So those are a couple of the other uh, components to story brand as well, being a guide for them, setting up a plan for them um, and then showing them what success and what failure would look like as well. I love that notion of the guide that you just mentioned there, because I guess, you know, from, from a point of view of being a coach and a mentor and a, and a, and a facilitator, you can kind of get that instantly that you're, you're the guide in the, in the process, but e-commerce brand owners often don't think of themselves that way. They think of their, their brand as the best at doing something as the the brand that has a unique positioning somehow or is is a standout in the marketplace and in fact the majority of marketing that you see these days from even even all the big marketing companies that are advising you out there they tend to talk about what's a unique position and, and let's let's put that stake in the ground and you're selling from that point of view to try and attract people over but the reality is that doesn't recognize the fact that the customer wants to be the hero in their own story as yeah. well they want to actually solve their own problems and they don't really care ultimately whether you're the best or the biggest or the smartest or the first or, or whatever it, whatever it is mm -hmm. until they clearly understand that all of those things are great but actually this is how you're going to help me transform from whatever frustration position I'm in at the moment this sort of negative thing that I have now to this hopeful thing that I have in the future and your product is the best way for me to do that and that's what that's one of the things that I love about this and that's why I think so much e-commerce marketing kind of falls on deaf ears because it is all this feet i've got the best feature 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 and and the smart ones go yeah yeah well that feature does this for you it does these are the benefits so it's feature benefit feature benefit all of which is great but it's marketing 101 and it doesn't really work anymore because we live in such a crowded world full of noise now if you can start to 
take that away and start to show how the customer is the hero and how you're going to help them transition, it's an entirely different um, emotional journey that you're taking your customer yeah. on, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So how have you seen this work for brands in the past? You've obviously implemented it for lots of different businesses. What are some of the key takeouts that you would say uh, you've seen it from having implemented it for lots of different businesses over the years? Yeah, I would say the, I've seen StoryBrand across a whole range of industries um, really help businesses grow, not just in terms of um, finances, although that has been a really important part of it. I think when you get clear on your messaging and what you're asking people for, you'll often see more business just walk in the door. Like for example, I was talking to a story brand guide that helped an e-commerce brand with their Facebook ads. So they started doing Facebook ads in 2020. And in the first 12 months, they grew from like $36,000 to 190K in revenue in those first 12 months. So a huge, huge change. Um, for the charity that I was working for, um, like I said, we implemented the story brand just before the pandemic and we got really clear in our emails. So we could no longer go out to people physically during lockdown. We only had our email marketing campaigns. And so once we got clear on our messaging for that, we actually saw during a time where most people's businesses were forced to close, we grew by a million dollars in revenue in 2020 in one of the hardest years, which was just incredible for a charity at that time as well um, people are understanding what it is that they do it makes it easier to attract employees as well when you're hiring if someone knows what you do they're going to be so much more likely to want to jump on board um, and believe in your mission and grab that that vision that you have as well certainly for the last let's say six years maybe even 10 years if we're really kind of stretching it the sort of the, the de facto uh, route to grow an e-commerce brand has been, you know, paid media via Facebook and and Instagram, let's call it meta now. And then, you know, traffic generation through paid media through to your website, convert on your website and, and life's good. Is story brand applicable to, to, to the, you know, that kind of tried and tested funnel? Absolutely. I'd say you could apply story brand to your, your Facebook ads to whether, you know, whether you're redesigning a new website, social media as well, your email campaigns, it's story. It's the way that we've been communicating for all of our, all of our human history. People are so more likely to engage in story. I was reading just the fact that we spend, I think it's around 30% of our time during the day, whether that's us scrolling or working or whatever it is that we're doing, we can spend up to 30% of our day daydreaming. And the only time that someone can actually interrupt a daydream or, or pull us back out and grab our attention is when you tell them a story, which is why we zone out so often in front of Netflix or, you know, watching the TV. It's because it's the one time that we're not actually daydreaming and we can switch off. So I think having a really solid story brand and being able to invite people into that story and make them the hero of it is such a crucial way um, and a really important way for you to be able to grab customers wherever they are email social media website at events anything you know like we talked about just there that you know the classic modern day funnel of of you know facebook through to a landing page or even to direct to your product page and then convert 
this, you know, if you're telling the story well, if you're telling the story well in the in the ad copy and in the ad imagery that's relating to your customer and showing them, not just telling them, but showing them how the product is going to solve their problem, then they're going to click more. They're going to come through that it's going to it's going to a make them stop the scroll more because it relates to them. It's going to spend more time on the Facebook post, the ad, whatever it might be, because it, they're relating to it, which is going to send all the right signals to Facebook, and then they're going to like to click through more because they already have this pre-built idea and emotional attachment to the fact that this is the answer they've been looking for because you've actually resonated with them when they come through to your store of course then you're repeating that journey and expanding on that journey to the point where they're getting yeah i'm I'm totally sold on this idea and it's powerful because what's really happening here under the covers is we are getting them attached to the emotion of the transformation that they're, that, that they're becoming part of rather than talking about feature, feature, feature. So what's happening in our brains is that we are being very much, we're being right-brained, uh, um, you know, the customer's being right-brained in this journey. So they're being emotional, they're being creative, they're in their mind, they're filling in the blanks they don't know yet with how all the, all the ways that this can help me. I've already made that decision. And then if they switch over to left-brained, it's the confirmation bias that we all have as human beings. They're looking for ways to, to plug that with facts that they, they're reinforcing what they've already decided. So instead of starting with facts, which ultimately leads them down a logic path to, to think about price, they've already emotionally made connected with your journey. They've connected with you being able to help them in that journey. And so your funnels work better. And let's be honest, when you've got your page, your web page resonating in the same way as your upstream marketing, whether that's from Facebook, Instagram, social, um, organic social posts or paid ads, whether it's from an, an organic result they've seen in SEO, whether it's an influencer that's brought them to you, it doesn't matter. The point is they're resonating emotionally with the fact that you are helping them in their own journey and as a result, are much more likely to engage with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all our brains are doing is trying to figure out, okay, is this business, is this brand going to help me survive and thrive or not? And I think you're so right. Once you once you get people engaged in that emotion, in, in that transformation, in that idea of, oh, this brand's actually going to help me not just only overcome my problem, but actually thrive and become the person that I want to be. Um, it's so much more engaging than just... Uh, you know, these are the details about the product and how good the product is and how many awards it's won or, or whatever mm. it may be. It's so much more personal and, and so much more powerful. Yeah. Those, those sorts of things, those awards, those credibility pieces are useful too, by the way. Um, we're not saying ditch any of that sort of stuff because, because, you know, ultimately your credibility as the guide, as the brand is very important as part of proving that you're the right guide, let alone the right product. So, so those things are, are important, but I want to come back to something else you just mentioned a minute ago as well, which was this notion of being make, you know, easier to hire people when they are invested in your story. And, you know, obviously purpose-driven brands are great to start with because we always have a cause. We've got something that's, that's, uh, that we're pursuing to some problem we're trying to solve in the world. So that helps. But if we can tell the story, even to our own employees, that makes it a much more likely that we're going to attract really great people, but B, much more um, easy to get them all on board and all in tune with yeah. singing the same story about how we can help our customers. Absolutely. I've had to write so many job ads in the past and you can definitely apply story brand to that as well because you're not just writing an ad that talks about, you know, all the perks of the job and just all the details and the essential things that people need to know, but you're inviting them in and saying, hey, this is our vision. This is our mission. This is where we're going as a business. And this is how you can play a part in that. So it really makes them 
the hero of that story. Fundamentally, it's about connecting the 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 human um, elements of of story into what your brand's about, and therefore and therefore engaging people in how you can help them and whether that's an employee whether that's your customer whether that's an influencer that you're trying to work with whether that's um whether that's some brand partners like an affiliate or whether it's a, a retail um a retail business that you're trying to do a, you know a wholesale relationship with those sorts of approaches just become a lot more engaging because everybody gets it and everybody wants to be seen as being part of a story um, you know, so so with that in that in mind, the story brand framework is just so much more powerful than a I've got I've got the best widget type of approach. Let's be really kind of pointy here and get into why this is such a great mechanism for purpose driven brands in particular or sustainable brands in particular. Because obviously, you know, we've talked about a lot of stuff, and it, you know, it can work from everyone from a from a, a tradesperson through to uh, through to a coach through to you know a financial planner. The, the concept of story brand can work for any business, but why is it so particularly good for sustainable e-commerce brands? Do you think what's the, what's the essence of that? What are we, what, what extra layers can we put over this to make it absolute dynamite uh, for a, for a sustainable brand? Yeah, I think story brand is such a great formula for those sustainable purpose-driven brands because of the fact that it's customer centric, you know, I mean, in order for you as a business to achieve your mission, your brand's mission, you need to have customers that are all in. They need to get the vision. They need to want to be part of that mission. And I think story brands, just one of the clearest ways. And in my opinion, one of the most effective ways of communicating that vision with clarity um, and making sure that, your purpose is also relevant to their life. So they know I'm actually really needed in this mission. I can see how I can be part of this movement or I can see the role that I can play. So it's all about, you know, me as the customer and where I fit into this big purpose as well. So it's not just, uh, you know, another brand off doing an incredible thing, but it's kind of not relevant to my own life. It's more, hey, I can be part of that. And I can be invited into that story. I have a key role to play. And I, I'm really clear about where we're going and how I can help. Yeah, that's that's so powerful, isn't it? I mean, there's the old adage of that people will forget what you say. They'll forget what you do, but they'll never forget how you make them feel. And and what I what I love about this is that in casting in, in casting this story brand for your business, what you're essentially doing is not just inviting a customer to become a hero in their own journey in other words you're showing them as the guide how they can solve their problems but you're actually inviting them you're giving them the opportunity to become the hero in your grand mission and what a powerful what a powerful powerful place to be marketing from when you're not worrying about whether you're the biggest or the best or the brightest or the cleanest or whatever it might be business out there you're actually saying yes we're solving a massive problem that humanity needs to deal with and in buying my product, this is how you'll be helping with that. What yeah. a powerful place. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I mean, I feel like I buy out of that that sort of place. And I know a lot of a lot of people around me are very similar. So um So can anybody do this? Can you can anybody actually get story branding for their own business? And how, how would they even start? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, building a story brand, the book by Donald Miller, that 
you can go and grab that wherever you so from amazon or a local bookstore you can get access to that at like a really reasonable price but beyond that as well you can also work with businesses such as yourself giles who have story brand guides and coaches are working within them and you can get people to have a look at your brand's messaging have a look at the way that you've positioned yourself and to be able to coach your marketing team even as well to yeah just consider all right how are we positioning ourselves how are we speaking to our customers what do they want what's their problem you know we can take you through that that whole process and get you really familiar and comfortable with executing the story brand framework for your own business yeah the story brand book i've had a copy of this for six or seven years i think probably i'm not even sure how long that's been but it's one of my best used books and it's it's something that back in the agency days we always used to pretty much insist that our customers read and i and, and any of the people that work with me in the in the coaching space i i make them read it as well and you know for for pennies really or a few bucks you you can you can get some really great insights into what's missing you know in your in your marketing and, and how, to, how to plug those holes and and like you say i mean the uh, donald miller the story brand website actually has i think once a quarter they do course in fact don't they where you can yeah, yeah. you could you can come and do like a four-day workshop or something on your own yeah. business so it's amazing and you know I, I think it's a couple of thousand us dollars or something to come and um, and, and do that exercise so so it's 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 a, a very very accessible kind of framework what um one of the things that i'm excited about is that over the course of the last year or so obviously through this podcast and also through through the um the coaching work that i'm doing and other bits and pieces i've worked with quite a few sustainable brands and they're whether they are explicitly using story brand or not what's interesting is that the ones that are growing fastest or some of the ones that are growing fastest have brought the elements of heroing the customer solving their problem showing them how they solve their problem first and then enrolling them into this big brand mission as a key part of their marketing strategy, whether they're using Instagram as the primary channel, whether it's SEO driven or whether it's wholesale uh, relationship driven, whatever it is, they're using that as the key element. And so for anybody that would like to understand it more, we're actually running, we're actually running a masterclass for you on the 23rd of June, where we're going to unpick how sustainable brands are doing this and how you can leverage this story brand and unleash this secret power that you have of the purpose-driven brand in your own business. And that's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you. It might seem daunting at first, either whether you're getting started or you're looking at a brand refresh or, you know, anything along those lines. But like the art of storytelling is just built into all of us. Uh, we're so familiar with it, with the books that we read, the movies that we watch. And so being able to create a story brand for your business, it's actually a lot simpler than you might think. Um, and it's incredibly powerful and yeah. It's a it's a really fun framework. It's really easy to grasp, and I'd encourage people to to check it out. And and let's be honest, marketing's hard. So anything that makes marketing easier <laughs> is, is a big win for brands, Absolutely. isn't it? And I'm I'm so excited for you guys listening to get started. And so I'm gonna put what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put a link to buying the story brand book in the in the podcast show notes. And I'm also one of the first steps for implementing your story brand is to define your customer avatar, really understand who your customer is. Like, like Beth said, right at the start, it's all about being customer driven, customer comes first and understanding what they need is obviously the key to be able to showing them how you can solve their problems, right? So, so I'm, gonna sh I'm gonna put a link to a free tool that we've developed, which is a, a customer avatar sheet, a worksheet that you can go through uh, for free. Uh, I'll 
put a link in that underneath uh, the show notes so that you can get started with this. But like I said, we are super, super excited to unpack how you can leverage this fully for your sustainable brand in the masterclass that we're running on 23rd of June. So I hope you'll uh, click through the link on that. I'll put in the show as well, and we'll see you there.